Aloha, I am June Jones of the Houston Roughnecks, and this is the XFL Show. Welcome, football fans. This is the week of December 12th, 2021, on the road to 2023. This is for the love of football, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. And I'm Bryant. We are live on XFL.show, and we're celebrating a milestone today, Bryant. Meanwhile, the XFL is actually out there scouting and getting that process going. Things are happening. There's finally a hint of light at the end of the tunnel. This is the 200th episode, and we are 61 weeks from kickoff. And we are closer than ever. (laughs) (laughs) What a dramatic entrance. Vince joining us, of course, had to, man. It's the 200th episode, and without Vince, without any of us, and of course, Jake and you, the gentle football fans, uh, none of it would be possible. 200 damn episodes. Vince, thanks for joining us. It's a celebration. Yeah, it is great to be here. Uh, You got uh, college football winding down. NFL season going to be coming to a close. Alan, I know you're excited for CFL football championship happening. You got... Uh, the USFL starting next year, and of course, XFL 2023. I cannot be more hyped. Only 61 weeks. Six, only 61 weeks away. Feels closer than ever. And yes, it is. Happy Great Cup Day. It, it is a celebration of football today. What a what a moment. What a, what a time to be alive, to be live on XFL.show. If you're listening to the podcast like normal or watching on delay on XFL.show, you're missing out live action. We got comments rolling in, people interacting. It's going to be a fun one, Brian. And we have a little bit of news to get into as well, but some reminiscing. It's going to be, it's going to be a dandy. Just watch your mouth because I know we're usually one take putting the show together, but we're live, pal. Yeah, it's, 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 it's been a while. Since we've been live and, and, and with this extremely awesome production value, uh, thanks Look to some this. new hotspots in certain remote locations that made this all possible. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it's, 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 it's good it's to be amazing. back in our, in our groove. We, this, this used to be us all the time. Yeah, it's amazing what you could do, too, with just a little bit extra of decent internet. I mean, obviously, we got some work to do with, I don't know if you see, but I'm just surrounded by, I don't know if this is energy from from it being episode 200 or just all the d- dust in this old ass farmhouse that we're emanating from I'm emanating I, from this week but I am in the United States talking football with you this week Brian. Well I mean it is great to uh, have you back on this side of the ocean my friend and you know a lot of people are are headed uh, to, to church they're, they're getting ready to watch their football uh, but here we are live hopefully you're, you're tuning in enjoying uh, alan being blessed by the hands of mona lisa apparently it looks like mona, mona lisa 
is crowning me above, and yes, the it's just all good vibes this week. And, Vin, and Vince and he, is over there wrapping my gift. I'm very excited to see what I get this year from Vince. <laughs> oh, team nine football. You're you're gonna get it all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's real quick let them know what's up. Seven two four five six five four XFL is the XFL fan line. If you want to call. And uh, you can leave a voicemail, a text message, anytime. And each week we look at it and say, hey, is there a comment or something that we should talk about on the show? Or is there something we should play from a voicemail? We will do that. You can leave one anytime, 724-565-4XFL. Or if you're live like we are today, XFL.show, and you can leave a comment right there on the YouTube channel. And uh, maybe we'll put it up on the screen or get to it during the show. Brian's looking at that stuff. I'm doing 900 other things here behind the curtain so brian you make sure that xfl.show everyone watching live gets some love at xfl show as well on twitter if you want to hit us up dms are open too and wherever you do your social media at xfl show and here we are 200 episodes in i think i know all that plus our fantastic sponsor pretty easy podcasts you could go to prettyeasypodcast.com today and you can get your own podcast started look at it Right there in your face. PrettyEasyPodcast.com. What happens when you go there? Well, you think, I want to start a podcast. I need some help. And you go there, and you get an editor, a producer, and most importantly, at least in my opinion, a friend, a podcast pal, if you will. And you go to PrettyEasyPodcast.com. You can get all of that, get your show started, have a lot of fun doing it at an affordable rate. What more could you ask for when you're just starting out podcasting? Or if you're a seasoned podcaster who's just getting tired of all the extra work, audio editing, posting your show and whatnot, go to prettyeasypodcast.com today. Get the help you need. Podcast the right way and have fun doing it. Uh, because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. I, I feel like, think of it like, even though you have a license, it'd be really cool to have a driver, right? Makes things so much easier. To like, even though you know how to drive, even though you know how to do it, it's just so much easier if somebody else does it for you. You just got to get in and get out of the car. Think about all the extra time you have, right? I mean, like Vince, wouldn't you? If you had somebody to wrap the gifts for you, oh yeah, it'd be so much easier. How much extra time would you have to tweet about Kenny Pickett? <laughs> you're right. You're right about that. <laughs> you're right. You're right. And good segue because now the next 25 minutes of the show, Vince and I will be discussing how Kenny Pickett was robbed during the Heisman ceremony last night. Vince. You're up first. Okay, maybe not twice. Well, let me tell <laughs> Kenny, Kenny, Kenny should have got it. Hell to Pitt, hell to Kenny Pickett, the real Heisman. No, but, I mean, what are you going to do? It's Alabama quarterback, SEC Vince. Got to respect quality conferences. Got to respect good players. That's what we always have done here for 200 episodes, respecting the game and also respecting your comments and bringing them up on the show. Let's dink and dunk. Harrison. On XFL.show, Brian, after last week's show, said, I don't get the hate for the USFL and their business model. Considering we haven't seen a league work make it to season two, even if the XFL's reason was COVID, why not do a league that ticket revenue has zero factor on making it to season two? We know ticket revenue doesn't matter because reports from Birmingham are the city gets concessions and gate revenue. Treating it as a TV show may be the way to making it to season two. I agree on that last point, Harrison, but treating it as a TV show just doesn't make it feel big time, doesn't really put it in the mainstream anywhere near it, really, and we've kind of seen this before. The Spring League ha did this. I mean, they, they we're really 
revenue from did they even have fans i don't even know brian i don't think they had any fans in the stands except maybe scouts so i don't know it just doesn't no no one no layman who just a, a average sports fan is going to watch the usfl and see the lack of concern they have for the crowd and think that these these are big time games well and i mean well vince is I'm here i'm excited for it Again, is, are you there's no hate for that usfl here Every week we get it. What's with the hate? What's with the hate? There's no hate for the USFL. We are just criticizing the business model. Yeah, the, the business model is, is it doesn't seem keen on producing great football product. It's keen on producing a better television product. Isn't that uh, hopefully the same they can thing? Make one. Mm, uh, mm, not, mm, not necessarily, Vince. Mm, I, I'm, no. I'm interested to hear like, your thoughts on the USFL more and more. Probably at the end of the show, I have you teed up for later. But um, I mean, like American Gladiators. Vince, yeah, Vince, right. you understand how the USFL is going to be uh, presented, right? It's yeah, I've, I've been yes, I've been listening to to this uh, program each and every week, and I, I will say, if if you want the best. USFL coverage. I look no further than this is the XFL show, as far as I I'm mean, concerned. We're covering. Uh, it's not a USFL show, but I hear what you're saying. It's not. Well, well, maybe it should be, Brian, because <laughs> I am a USFL guy. I am a Pittsburgh Maulers guy. You see, and I am going to be watching this USFL come the spring, and, and you know, we are closer than ever to that, as far as I'm it's, concerned. And I, I cannot wait to watch it. Uh, it's going to be a tremendous, tremendous product. I think, uh, you know, it's bringing back, you know, original cities, cities I have an attachment to. Uh, I, I cannot wait to watch it. I think there's going to be a lot of good. I, I think there could be good crisp football in this league. And if they, you know, if they're focusing on the, uh, you know, the television aspect, I think that's going to be extremely important. Good crisp uh, football. You know, it, uh, those two things go hand in hand to me. I've watched a lot of football with a lot of really good production value and it is just boring and bad to watch. I'm looking at you big 10 conference. And then I've watched some uh, football with not a lot of people in the stands with horrible production value. And it is excellent. I'm looking at you ACC conference. I love seeing that. (laughs) Well, pack see the thing is it's never on over here. Unless you have that Pac-12 <laughs> network, which is very difficult to get a hold of, uh, but you know, as long as it's a good product, as, as long as it's exciting to watch, I, I don't really care. I'm excited for it. Uh, you know, we're getting a, a spring football league. That's what I loved about the XFL uh, in a couple years ago because you know we had it in that in that time where you're craving some more football, and we're going to be getting that next year, and then in the following year we're getting even more with the XFL. Can't wait. I'm sorry, Vince. Uh, I missed most of what you said. I was trying to look up to buy that uh, Mahler shirt online. That I hard to find that nowadays. Now. Hard That's to find. Nice. Is it? <laughs> really does it say good. Pittsburgh Maulers via Birmingham at the bottom? Uh, yeah. No, it yeah. does not. So two, two <laughs> things actually from what two things from what Vince said there. So uh, yes, the cities are represented, but they're not actually playing in the cities. Again, reminder: when the USFL does play, there will be a Pittsburgh Maulers team. They will not play in Pittsburgh at all during season one. Uh, but or, or who knows, man, maybe not even season two. We don't know. Uh, and also, I think we should change the slogan for the USFL talk instead of we are closer than ever. I think we should rephrase that to we are too close to kick off. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a great point. We're too we are close too close to, to kick off. off. There's, 
nope, no players, no nothing going on. Do you think uh, Fox goes into the rooms and be like, oh my god, we're closer than ever to kick off? <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't, I don't know, but there's. I find myself it. saying that too. Yeah, we saw, we saw, you know, the XFL had action at least uh, at some scouting events uh, this week. Look, already looking for players for 2023 uh, for the USFL. We have some uh, news made by their head of football operations to talk about coming up, but um, they're still, again, like we said last week, Brian, not very public or forthright in how they're building the league other than a new tv show coming this spring and i will be watching again no hate it's just it's different and you know harrison brings up here on on the comments did say you know maybe this will work because everything else didn't work but i still believe uh you said other than covid other than covid's a big deal uh the xfl 2020 was something damn good that we we think was gonna last and uh, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we're in for a war, Vince. But I'll bring that up later. Let's, let's hey, move on. Some of the greatest. Hold on. Some of the greatest wars in sports entertainment history were produced in one single location at the very beginning. That's how it started. That's true. That yeah. is, that's true. That is true. You got to You always have to give it up to the facts. Denzel on XFL dot show uh, said or thinks that the XFL will be on ESPN because The Rock, Danny Garcia, and Jerry Cardinal took a picture with. A Hulk statue. Marvel owns Hulk. Marvel's owned by Disney. Disney owns ESPN, Vince. So there you go. You just got to put four and four together, and there you go. XFL on ESPN. I suppose so. I mean, it. that's one way to look at it. Uh, to me, that's looking a little bit too much into it, but it's still a theory nonetheless. Alan, that's, can you do Steiner math with, uh, with that, please? <laughs> So you got let me let me pull up the uh, quote here, th- and I'll read it. I'm, I'm thinking this is how Denzel was phrasing. So you got Rock, Danny Garcia, and they're getting together with Jerry Cardinal. And he's from Redbird Capital. You got all the money. You bring all the money, billions of dollars. You add all that up, and you got all three of them. And you got the Hulk in the back there, not big arms, his big pop pump, but you know the Hulk. He's right there, and he's behind them. He's owned by Marvel. Marvel's owned by Disney. You add them two together, plus four, you equal the three out. You underscore that with, I don't even think that's a math word, but I'm going to use it. This is Steiner math. You put that underscore it with the fact Disney owns ESPN. Boom. You got ESPN XFL, and I'm going to be there kickoff 2023. It's only 61 weeks away. Got your hookup. Holler if you hear me. Do people be tailgating at Shoney's before they go into the game? <laughs> yeah, I will be. I mean, they got it. In Bur- they got Shoney's in Birmingham. They have to, got to, at the USFL for sure. They're going to be tailgating it at uh, Shoney's. I can't believe you got Steiner math live on a show. If it if it's live, you can get me to do it. Good job, Brian. <laughs> uh, we got actually actually. No, I had this as no name on the XFL fan line, Brian, but I think they actually texted back <laughs> into the fan line after the fact and gave us their name. I just want to pull it up to give proper credit. Uh, Scott in New York asked if the XFL should change the Roughnecks logo and colors and move the team to San Antonio or Chicago, seeing as uh, there's a USFL team representing H-Town. That's the, I mean, no, we've talked about this. The, the, the list of teams that should not move are St. Louis, 
Houston and Seattle. Those are the three teams you don't move. Any other team, you know, even the LA team is up for debate on whether or not they should be where they are oh, you based don't, on no, I, I'm fan also, interaction. You don't, move, you don't move New York out of the market, maybe stadium. Well, I mean, I'm saying with the LA, if you want to stay big time football, you got to stay in LA. But I'm talking about just in terms of fan engagement, the way it looked on the, on the field, how cool it was to actually see those stadiums, St. Louis, Seattle, and Houston. In that order, you don't move those teams. Vince, what, what do you think of that? The Roughnecks, just because their uh, logo's illegal and it was disputed by the NFL, that they should move the whole team out of one of the most supportive cities the XFL had. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. Uh, although, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing a team in San Antonio, but uh, I, don't, I don't think it's necessary to move out of Houston. You know, I mean, just change, change the logo a little bit and be also, done with Also, the, the Houston USFL team's not actually playing in Houston. Just another, another reminder. Via not a Birmingham. Houston, born in Houston, Birmingham. made in Birmingham. Exactly, Echo in Birmingham. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, Alan, I'll go keep going, you got my a, friend. Oh, you got any more dinky? Oh no, I, I got some. Here? I got somebody here. Uh, Zach. Oh man, Zach Fudo. What's more likely, the CFL going to four downs or the USFL having to merge with the XFL? I mean, this is not either one of those shows. But uh, <laughs> look, is it just not? <laughs> 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 but uh, we, again, we cover it all, but with an XFL slant. So the CFL going four downs is more likely because we're even hearing that it's Grey Cup week. Randy Ambrosi's out there in the public. They're making moves to make the CFL more palatable to non-Canadians is what it looks like they're doing. And they already talked to the XFL. So I feel like that's more likely. We have no idea about the USFL and whether or not it's even around in 2023, or if they even plan on having more than one season. We don't know. Um, they're not very public, except with some comments maybe this week from Brian Woods. So I would vote CFL going four downs, which would be sacrilege to a lot of Canadian Football League fans. But Can like you imagine going to four downs and not being merged with the XFL? That would be disappointing to me, at least. That would be a bummer. But maybe it's... You gotta adapt, adapt or or perish, and they uh, they're choosing to adapt. It looks like, but we'll see. It's not official yet. If maybe if they Jamie, I heard Jamie Elizondo lost his job with the Elks. Maybe he would have lasted if they went four downs. He got too acclimated to the four downs in the. He's like, what? I got a putt. Yeah, that, I don't know, but that's he forgot. Who knows? Big old change. Keep keep the comments coming, people. We'll throw them up yes. on the show as we continue on. And thanks. Thanks, Zach said. And thank you, Zach. Zach said congratulations as well. Appreciate that. A day oneer. First ever episode on YouTube. Was that the first episode? I want to say that was the first episode. We're going to reminisce here a little bit about the entirety of this entire journey. Also known as the game where we laugh at how terrible Alan's memory is. Jeez. I've been even the last like three hours I've been up. I woke up early to try to start remembering. Looking back in notes. Nothing's refreshing here. Good thing. Brian's (laughs) got the elephant brain. We brought Vince back too. He's been around. But we appreciate the day one as we appreciate people who joined last week. We're on the road to 2023 now, and we're ready to talk some actual news from this week in this week's cover two. Good crisp football. L actually is part one of our cover two. Uh, good segue there. The CFL has joined up with the XFL 2020's data partner, Genius Sports. What are you laughing at? What's so funny? Why wouldn't they want to do this? 
Can you Can talk, you talk about, about the Seattle? Seattle? <laughs> okay. Real quick. Before, side note on the cover, too, for Kyle. <laughs> Seattle Dragons were in the XFL, and I love the logo. I love the team name. And there you go. Jim Zorn, I don't think, was the right coach for them, maybe ultimately, but you know he's a Seattle guy. There's a talk. There's some Seattle Dragons talk for Kyle. Yeah, and don't enough? move them. Keep keep them. Keep keep Seattle in Seattle. There you go. All right. All right. Now now can we get back to the to the CFL? That poaching. I wouldn't say this is poaching. This is just taking a solid partner and applying them to your league because Genius Sports works with multiple uh, sporting leagues across, not just football. And uh, Genius Sports, if you don't remember Bryant or Vince, uh, you guys, I didn't remember this. I had to look back in the notes. The XFL, when they brought them in, was really geared towards bringing Genius Sports in to make sure gambling within the league was treated properly and gambling outside of the league was was propped up to be useful for the league to make money off of. Um, Genius Sports, I think, Bryant, when we actually got hired, I don't know if you remember, didn't we have to like take a test or read, watch some video or something about gambling, right? Did you, do you, you did all this? that? Yeah, I did all that. I, I was oh. a good c- corporate citizen. I was tr- <laughs> I, me trying to be a corporate person. That was that was me watching the videos, and it was like it's because I think they gave you some lee some 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 runway in your hiring process. I was hired like as the ball was being kicked off. So yeah, They're like all right, get Brian in. We're kicking off, and then uh, <laughs> and then the uh, thing about that video I remember was like if a guy with a bag comes up to you at the stadium and says, just make sure that this happens in the third quarter. Do you, A, accept the money? B, tell your supervisor. I think it was stuff like that. And I'm guessing that stuff was probably advised by Genius Sports. I don't know. No insight there. But that's kind of what they do. And also they do more extensive stuff than that. For the CFL, they're doing, I think, a lot more than what they were asked of by the XFL. Here's the press release. As part of the agreement, Genius Sports will have the exclusive rights to commercialize the CFL's official data worldwide and video content with sportsbooks in international markets. Uh, when they speak like that, that U.S. is international to them, FYI. Replica- replicating the global distribution and success of its official betting products for the EPL and NFL, among others. So they're going to be doing a lot with the CFL in terms of data and betting and getting it out there more. Brian, you could go on Twitter. I'm sure you couldn't find a CFL highlight if you tried and find anyone talking CFL gambling if you tried. That's going to change, hopefully, with Genius Sports being involved, uh, seeing as they got the XFL propped up, I think, ahead of the CFL immediately in that in that realm. Well, we have the best guy in the business probably to talk about uh, betting fairness. That's what this the is, chip, right? That's The chip chirimbus of the XFL. <laughs> is that not what this is to make sure that they kind of just run that like, hey, we're watching the sports books, making sure there's no spikes or anything like that or action? Isn't that what that is? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's some some kind of stuff like that. You know, I mean, first of all, the a league that's going to be bet on uh, any any wager that you're going to put up has to be approved by the the gambling control board of of an individual state. Uh, so you know if uh, you know if a, a sports book in Nevada wants to offer uh, markets on the XFL, they must go to the gaming control board and get that approved. Uh, and I'm sure part of it getting approved is, is you know analyzing the. Uh, the uh, integrity 
uh, of that league and, and making sure that there's no uh, funny business going on. And I'm sure, sure that, that, you know, this genius sports has something to do with that and, and to prove that, you know, everything's on the up and up. Yeah. And for the CFL, at least with their agreement, they are going, they're not just about, you know, crossing T's and dotting I's and staying on the up and up. This is also about financial gains for the league. Uh, they are, they have now a stake in the CFL genius sports and they're, going to try to monetize data from the CFL, monetize what the league has in terms of content and betting and fantasy. Uh, the CFL hopefully will make a leap ahead because it feels like they're way behind in that. And you would hope, bringing it back to the XFL, that the XFL has this in mind once again because I think it was headed in the right direction in 2020, at least on the gambling side, maybe not fantasy so much. But uh, th that's definitely something that the new XFL, I think, needs to either – create from within or most likely outsource to a third party like genius sports it might be genius sports themselves and if you remember the cfl when when this whole f discussions were going on with the xfl the big thing was if the canada passes single game betting it could be the, the to lead to the success and the regrowth of the the cfl so it's definitely something the cfl is probably looking into wants to uh, make sure that that they um actually kind of I feel like this was probably put in their head by the media when they when the law went into place, personally myself. But the CFL's like, hey, that sounds like a good idea. Let's let's try to capitalize on that betting thing. Exactly, and and it's about damn time, if you ask me, for the CFL, and we'll see what the XFL does in in that. And maybe that's a way the XFL and CFL collaborate through the through Genius Sports as a bridge. Maybe it's not dead, Brian. Maybe that isn't over with yet. The CFL collab with this with uh, the xfl what's this kyle asking do you think santa clara should have an xfl team if you call them uh san francisco yes yes then yes that's true bring back the demons that's my vote for sure yeah it's just so expensive there <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what do you do i mean <laughs> well that's why you put them in santa clara right it's a little cheaper it's a great I'm, it's I'm a great much it's a great city it's a great stadium hosted one of the greatest wrestlemanias of all time vince i know you remember this um it, it was just a been, great what a great greatest great city i don't know if they could support an xfl team at this time though yeah i i vote actually the santa carla vampires as a team in that in that neck of the woods if you're a big fan of the lost boys okay. what about the Na Part the napa valley uh team <laughs> It just so would they be like Napa Valley Grape Grapers, Stompers, Grape Stompers? I guess well, logo uh, is a, a big fat lady stomping. What's, on what's the Maulers equivalent to somebody who makes maybe, wine? Maybe in Santa Cruz, you could have one over on the on that uh, pier. How about that? Have a stadium out on the pier. Wait, I think the, I, that, I don't know if that's that's uh, feasible. I, I think so, I got they it. Can't even get a, a stadium in Oakland. That's true. That's very true. Um, the Maulers, is that equivalent to a Husker? No, Husker's no. husk. Maulers, Maul. Yeah, that's corn. Yeah. Corn so and confused. steel are two different things. Yeah, that's... One good, you eat. Yeah. One you eat if you're real tough. <laughs> Chew it on steel. <laughs> I love it. I love these live shows. It's, I had no idea where we were going with that, but that's why we might have to go live more often. It is the 200th episode but I'll bring it back. Let's keep it in order. Since Jake's not here, of course, we want to give yeah. it up to Jake, our other former co-host uh, who helped us start the show. We'll reminisce about him a little bit later. But uh, 
Let's get into college bowl season, Vince. It's here, which means it's scouting time for the pros. We've got all-star games coming up, bowl games, players who will be drafted, who won't be drafted, but might be available to the XFL or the USFL or the CFL. Um, And we even saw Doug Whaley, who's back with the XFL, in charge of player personnel for the league, spotted at the FCS All-Star Bowl game. Uh, scouting out talent so it ain't too early it's december 2021 but the xfl is already out there looking for players they gotta be <laughs> That's, yeah, there's a lot of competition right now for play for players uh you know you, you got several different leagues uh going around and and yeah, the fcs that, that's where i would start uh you know that's that uh, those are the players i would be going after i mean for what percentage of your league would you want from the FCS if you're the XFL? What you want or what you could realistically achieve? Want. Goal. If you're dividing up, I want this chunk from the FCS, I want this chunk from the NCAA G5, this from P5. Well, if I, I would want all FBS players if I could. Yes, but, of course. Uh, yeah, but, but if that you're making a realistic, a realistic plan. I would say they're target? probably... 50%. Half the league is from the FCS. Are you going to get half? So. Well, I mean, where, where else are they going to come from? Well, what? The, the, what do you mean? College football. I mean, FBS college football. We're talking. Okay. What percentage were from FCS in, in XFL 2020? I would say like it was like 90, 10, probably somewhere in that range. Yeah, not that. a lot. I don't think there was a whole lot. Although some of the best players were FCS, wasn't is- one of the best players was a JUCO player. I mean, let's just be honest about yes, that too. Yeah. Uh, Donald Parham, right? <laughs> no, he was Stetson, from Stetson. Stetson. That's I don't FCS, think that's JUCO. Though. That's no, FCS. That's, that, that's FCS. So yeah, one of the first round picks was a JUCO player. Yeah, that's uh, the tight end, right, for the Vipers, whose name escapes me right now. Um, yeah, so FCS, I wouldn't target that much. Vince fifty, maybe quarter of the league. Maybe because I think realistically, most of this league can be FBS well, players. Well, if you know, if if the USFL is getting all the best college players, uh, then what do you what do you do? You're left with F- FCS guys. That could be true, and we'll talk about the US, US, USFL's plan for that, which is pretty interesting. The comments that came out this past week uh, coming up, but uh, there you go. This week's cover two. Um, We've got scouting already happening for the XFL. They're already on the road, and the the plan is being set forth. They're working on putting the league together. When people are like, oh, this league is just – I mean, Vince, we're, when did you – or are you still of the opinion, after the bankruptcy, when did you actually believe the XFL is actually coming back? Was it when it was purchased out of bankruptcy? Because a lot of people were still skeptical up until recently when you know dates came out. How, what about you? I'm still not quite sure, to be honest. Uh, you know, it. it you don't see I, the, I just, the end of the tunnel. Not yet. Uh, maybe like a, towards the end of next year, I'll start to feel a little bit more comfortable with it. Uh, that, I, towards so three months out from from yeah. Off I, it, it just. I, I I still don't quite understand why why it shut down to begin with, and it just seems just so. I I, don't, I mean I understand that they want to take you know all this time 
to you know come up with with the best product that they possibly can and i think that's a great approach but uh maybe it's just the lack of information that i have you know, maybe just a little gun shy uh after w- what happened I think uh, Vince is last upset, week. Brian. Actually, nobody was more upset that Brian and I weren't aren't living in Connecticut right now than Vince. He was really rooting for that to happen. Yeah, I mean, what, yeah, I mean, it just I don't know. It's just a little deflating. Uh, I'm not saying it's not go. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm just saying that it, it just uh, I, I need more information to, to come out to make me feel comfortable that it's it, it's it's I don't want this to just start. I want this to be successful. Uh, so I got to see some stuff uh, that's going to be different this time. So I mean, COVID so, but, tests, but you're, but you're re- vaccines for players. Like that's the only thing that needs to be different this time around. Does it? You're not paying attention to our roadmap. We're right in line, my friend. There's nothing different this year than it was. We're checking. Where all we're boxes. going. We don't need roads. That says the. That's definitely what the USFL said. That's for sure. That's that might be up on a bulletin board, which I actually respect. It's a great quote. All right, let's get into this week's hot read. All right. So for the hot read this week, it's going to be a kind of a mixed bag. If any comments come in too, we might get to those, but. Brian, I really wanted to start out with the hot read by just acknowledging this is episode 200, and we love mile markers and milestones on this show. We're always talking about the road. Big fan of the stones here. Big fan. We love the stones. Definitely better than the Beatles. Definitely, definitely love to rock and roll down the road talking XFL with you, and we've been doing it for 200 episodes. So in 200 episodes, we have... Covered a full build of the XFL at a complete league building. Every process, every moment, all the way up until kickoff. We covered it all. We covered half a season. And I will honestly say that uh, covering that half a season, just with those what five weeks, Bryant, felt longer than the entire build to the yep. entire season. <laughs> every week was just not grueling, but just so much going on, so much more once you're in the season, which is the beauty of actually playing XFL football which Brian, I think, one day will actually like it when it's in season than when it's out of season (laughs) or even not in existence, which is his favorite moment right now. Uh, We've also covered the demise of the XFL, the fall into bankruptcy, and we were there. And then, you know, a little bit of a hiatus. I don't know how long that that lasted. Brian, how long was that? So the hiatus lasted basically from the bankruptcy announcement to when The Rock purchased it. So August, so I think that was April to, so say May, June, July. So about four months. Four months. So we might have hit 200 episodes four months ago. Sorry, but that radio silence. And then we're back. It's bought out of bankruptcy. We covered the purchasing of the league and the slow rise out of the ashes. And I think we're a little bit out of that because since then, we've already also covered the flirtation with the CFL. Don't forget the emergence back when of the AAF and the USFL all covered right here. 200 episodes. And now we're in the midst of covering the new build of the XFL under this new regime headed by Russ Brandon. Of course, the ownership of Danny Garcia, Dwayne Johnson and Redbird Capital. Here we are. That's that's. 200 episodes in a very brief nutshell but 
the start of the show, 200 episodes ago. I'm trying to remember. I just remember the announcement, and I get Vince and Jake, and I say, let's do an XFL show. Just go all the way to kickoff, and then somehow Bryant shows up. Yeah, uh, I don't remember the beginning of the episode because I wasn't invited. <laughs> the one who went to more games than Allen in 2001 was not invited to do the show for, for, for the 2020 season. You had more access to rides to the Coliseum. That's no, that's no, you should. I never went with you. I I was there. Double overtime. The rock on the field. I was there. Were you? You were not. Maybe subconsciously I remember, oh, he went to that. He went to that extreme game and didn't invite me. I'm not inviting him to the first episodes. The the first episode. So I didn't join him probably to like 17 when you guys were doing your whole, uh, what team should be in the XFL and, and you got to the West Coast swing, and I don't know if it was Jake or Vince who couldn't be on or something, but you had me come on for the West Coast uh, conversation. We needed an expert to come on. Yeah, it's, you know, I get it. I understand it. I totally, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys bringing me along. I think it was a lot of fun uh, listening to some of those first episodes when you guys were calling yourselves by two names. You were Alan Michael. Jake was Jacob John. I don't know, Vince, what your middle name is. <laughs> were, 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 were we doing a first middle name gimmick? Yes, you were doing a first oh, middle name gimmick. I mean, that's what I was doing on radio in Lafayette. I didn't remember Vince and Jake doing it as well, but that's good. Yeah. Uh, if By the way, if you guys have any memories of past episodes, you know, drop them in the comments. We'll share them here because it's been a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, then we, we kind of just started swinging it. I think if you remember correctly, the, the best part of this was that um, we got in contact with the XFL and we interviewed... Uh, Oliver Luck. Remember that, right? It was the yep, first week yeah. of September 2018, a couple weeks after he got hired. And, and from that moment on, I think things were just kind of rolling. I wasn't on that episode. I was getting engaged um, oh, yeah, in that Hawaii. Was, that, that, the, also, yeah, the, the build the build up of the XFL happened in all in some key moments for Brian too. Get engaged, married, child. What? I mean, and he was still around for most of it. So credit to Brian, of course. I uh, did. I did our season preview episode from the restroom inside the hospital room, right before my baby was delivered. Jesus, there's probably not even eight hours between when we did that episode to when I first met my child. The first baby of the XFL. That's for sure. The first child of the XFL. Uh, and you know, I remember also uh, when we got contacted though by the XFL. Big shock. It was, I mean, an email. Oh, my God, they are listening. We were saying at the end of the show, they're listening. You know, half tongue in cheek. But they were. Absolutely. And we get to meet people within the XFL as they're growing and they see what we're doing, the enthusiasm. And now this has spawned. There's other websites, other shows, tons of people now talking XFL. At one, in the buildup to the season, more and more came on. Then during the season, even more. And after the bankruptcy... Everybody just kept to it. The community is awesome. Everybody does a great job. I think uh, it, without you know everybody piling on and, and blowing this thing up and, and digging for information and talking to each other, it wouldn't be as fun to do the show. Because back then, back then when it really was only us, it was a lot of work uh, just to gather information and stretch it into a fun conversation and make it sound different from our other podcast which is about wrestling too which yeah is that's true very difficult to do uh but we did it and then we end up somehow in the offices of well, the xfl because if you love something and you just do it that's i mean that proved it to me at least personally like we didn't expect that and then we're covering the draft 
the only ones in the universe to cover the <laughs> XFL draft ever. I think Vince actually called in for one of those episodes too on the I draft. Did. Yeah, yeah. So uh, look. Uh, the hardest day I ever worked in my life was the days, the two days of the XFL draft, and I loved it. It was the best thing. Oh, man, you have no idea how much work we had to do, Vince. If, if we had the knowledge that we have now for that, it would have been such an easier time, but we did not have that knowledge at that point. Um, I will say this. I think the road to 2020 was a little bit easier when there was no information because there was a lot of speculation in terms of what the actual play of the, We were thinking this, right? This is what yeah. was in our heads going into 2020. Now that we have 2020 going into 2023, this no longer exists. So it's a little because I mean Vince was like Vince asked Oliver Luck himself. I don't know if you remember this, Vince. Is there any chance that this league will be seven on seven? And and that's where <laughs> I saw the cracks in the league for you know for that's why where we are where we are right now. And I, I wouldn't rule it out uh, for for this rebranding of the league. I really wouldn't. Um, we we will see. We will see. I, I'll. I will right now. It won't be seven. <laughs> so who'd you hear that from? I just know. I, I just, some things you just know. It could be a way to save costs. I mean, that's half the teams you don't have to actually pay. How ecstatic! Like, hey, would look, everyone. We're not. We're not going to go and play in one city. That's just silly. How do we save money? Let's just have half the players. You know. Uh, you know. When we were at that first game, Alan, uh, me, you, and Jake. Uh, and Shane uh, McMahon, don't forget. It, well, I was, that's where I'm Shane going with this. We, we saw Shane McMahon there. Uh, he was having a, 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 a close conversation with Kevin Dunn. Uh, and and we, I couldn't really quite make out what they were saying, but I think I heard Kevin Dunn saying, this should have been seven on seven. And then we didn't see them the rest of the thing. <laughs> we didn't see them the rest of the game. Uh, so it, it, Too many guys that. on the field, I can't do <laughs> I mean, you can only zoom in and out on on so many people per per minute, Alan. So, uh, yeah, that, that's what you got to do. Uh, I, so, I, I would not rule that out. I'd love to hear what people think. I still think it's a great idea, but I don't. And uh, I I guess I'll hear what people think, but I think they'll agree with me. Vince. Maybe the USFL <laughs> will be. We don't really know much about uh, that league, uh, but I mean the the, the fact that. Uh, we were on the field, too, of kickoff. And then Bryant was on the field and driving around coaches. How the hell did we get to that point? Oh, yeah, that was uh, great. Pepper Johnson yeah, was, was in the front seat of my car. I mean, awesome. yeah, it's, what, Why? How's... It, okay, story time. I think we've told it before, but I'll do it again. So we were at the Wildcats practice in Houston, me and Alan. And there was an offensive bus and defensive bus going back to their hotel. Well, the defensive bus was, like, way delayed for some reason. And Pepper Johnson wanted to get to his hotel. There was no room for him on the offensive bus. So one of the trainers comes up. Hey, he's like, you guys want to eat with us? I was like, uh, sure. He's like, can you just take Pepper Johnson to our hotel and you guys can eat with us? I was like, you want me to put Pepper Johnson in my car, drive him to the hotel, and then I can eat dinner with oh all you? Like, God. like, that's a thing? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like. <laughs> okay, so I told Alan to get in the back seat. We put Pepper Johnson in the front seat, and we took off. Uh, so, yeah, it was great. It was talking. What did he so, talk? What was the thing? Uh, deep fried turkey legs. Houston food. Stuffed yeah. turkey legs. That's what it was. Well, Stuffed that, turkey that's legs. great that you got. You know, you. Uh, I didn't. You got additional responsibilities added to your contract, such as car <laughs> service and. <laughs> hey, if you needed it, look. Even if you know how to drive, having a driver is so much better. It is. It, it's it's pretty good to have a driver. You're right. I was I was. You said that at the beginning of the show, and I've been thinking about that too in the back of my mind. Like, 
might be my ultimate goal at the end of life is just to have a driver. Well, or, I'll say this. Maybe, uh, or 2023, it, have our own driver instead. Once we're at, back, hashtag, we want our jobs back, working for the league, going game to game. Oh, there you go. Theodore King on Vince's side. <laughs> yeah. Seven on seven is great because you save money and it's more scoring. More scoring, absolutely. Uh, didn't he, I didn't even consider the cost savings until Bryant brought it up. Uh, which is think of you the know, savings. Yeah. <laughs> now are you talking seven on seven skilled only or seven on seven arena style? Mm. I was thinking just skilled players only, but you know, you there are some a couple big guys usually added to that. I, I prefer actually just a coach handing the ball off or a referee being instead of a center. If you're going seven on seven, all skill players, if we're doing that, Vince. How about a scramble for the football and whoever gets it gets that play as an offense and their team has to be defense? Every play, a scramble. Maybe they'll go test it in a lab somewhere. That sounds like a, yeah, like a fun after-school game that we should have been playing back in the day, though. Just XFL kickoff all day, all day long, XFL 2001. Uh, actually, that one, 2001, I do have a question kind of uh, related to that, Vince. So we've reminisced a little bit, but now let's look ahead. We're 200 episodes in. Where do we go from here? As a show, we're the same. We're just covering every single step. Um, but should we prepare for war? Is there a spring football war coming between the USFL and the XFL? Bryant, you go first. Do you actually think there will be competition between the leagues? I think the USFL has a very good chance to survive its first season. Based on its business model, based on what they're trying to do, they don't need to secure a contract or funds like some of the other leagues that have come up in the past. So I feel confident, you know, barring any unforeseen circumstances or, or mother nature related disasters. Because you are putting all your eggs in one basket playing in one city. You never know what's going to happen in Birmingham. Hopefully nothing. But, you know, it, they are risking a couple things. I didn't by even think that. about that. Right? Yeah. Exactly. See, and I'm sure I just. Fox is like, oh my god, we're still closer than ever. Um, <laughs> we're too close. <laughs> we're too close, and now we got to worry about Birmingham. So, I, I think it's it's very likely that they make it to the first season, through the first season. Excuse me. Now it becomes the question: Is Fox does, does Fox want to do a second season? Does Fox find this because because with any TV show, it's hey, we'll get through the first season. Do we renew it for a second one? Was it worth the money? Was the juice worth the squeeze? If Fox finds it, then I guess. But again, I don't think Fox wants to pump money into this to compete with the XFL. Fox wants to put money in this to have to make money. What's that going to take? What's that mean? I think the XFL is in it for the longer haul than I think Fox is. Same here. I mean, I think I like your what you said, though, that they have a good chance of getting to season two just because of the cost cutting they are taking and football is popular enough. I don't think their Fox is going to have a Greg the Bunny on their hands where it gets canceled after a few episodes. It's not the Simpsons either. Uh, we'll see how long it lasts, but I think they do get to season two is my prediction, which means we'll be in for some head-to-head competition, sort of, because uh, the XFL will be kind of ending in 2023, assuming they start the same time in season two as the USFL, which is starting on tax day, so well, maybe that doesn't count was, as a war if they're playing separately. Well, that's what I was going to say. Unless they're going, unless they're going head to head, you know, on the same yeah. dot day, the same time, 
it, it's not a war. But you could say it's like a war for players, right? Like the, the, if, if you're playing right after the XFL season, then players have to make a decision because they're not going to play yeah. the XFL season. And then, hey, the, the USFL is playing. Let's go there. You can't there's play. There's got to be a break. Yeah, you, unless there's a break. If there's a month break, I mean, I could see these players just, wanting to play more because they'll make more money. Guys but, played twenty well, games a season plus. Play, that's what they do in the US and the CFL, basically. And it's bigger a, fields. But you could you can't really play every CFL game and every NFL game in one year. I mean, if if they're free to go where they want, technically, then. An XFL player could play all 10 games of the regular season, plus what will it be? Two X, so 12 if they win the championship, play in the championship. So 12 games there, and then same 24 football games potentially if they play in both spring football leagues, if they're allowed to go, which again, I have, I know that won't happen. I just don't, I give it low percentage. So what's it? 17 plus, well, I mean, three if you play the preseason and then. You can play up to what three or four four postseason games in the in NFL. The NFL, yeah, very rare. It, it's both; they're both very rare. Just fun to think about, though. Lots of football could be played by some of these players, but I don't think they're going to be able to go back and forth. Hence, why you could call it a war, Vince, if they're not playing at the same time. Sure, but they're playing close enough where they're able to keep each other from having each other's players in a calendar year. They're they're going to go wherever they can make the most money. That, that, that's really what it's going to come Contracts down to. Contracts can keep you from going to work in another place during a certain well, time well, period. Yeah, there's going to be some of that other stuff, but but the money is going to be very important. Uh, and I, you guys can tell me, uh, you know, what I don't know here. But, money was know, not the, very important working for the XFL. Is that, is that what you're asking me? No, that's not what that's not what I'm asking. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, I'm asking. Do, do we know? You know how much the XFL is going to pay players? Do we know how much the USFL is going to pay players? No, neither. No, and I actually think it's might be a smarter move this time around because that was one of the blunders maybe they made in 2020 was announcing the tiers, and then they got away from saying tiers, right? Well, uh, it, the, the tiers of player pay because then you're beholden to that when you get players in front of you and maybe you and negotiate. Everybody could be different. They're going to probably aim for a certain amount for everybody, but I don't think you can make it one umbrella. Well, this is how much this group of players makes, and that. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know if that. And, and also keep it, just keep that information tight. It's not necessarily. I mean, if you're unless you're paying them a ton of money and you want to gloat about it, then do it. But if you're not, which you probably aren't, then try to keep that as low profile as possible. Well, I think those that, that tier system happened because the AAF was happening. That's yeah. why the tier system was was created. Oh, sure. uh, are you sure? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Inside sources. It w- um, well, <laughs> that that tier system. It it. I'm not saying that that had anything to do with you know the demise of the league or anything. But if when you go back and think about it, you know, it's like all right, you know, we're gonna pay a hundred thousand dollars to Landry Jones, and then all these other guys are only gonna make forty thousand dollars. Well. Who'd Landry Jones ever beat? Like, what, what, what was he doing getting all that money for? And he wasn't even that good. I mean, did he beat the Bengals ever? He might have beat the Bengals, some team like that, maybe Browns. Exactly. Who'd he ever beat? <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, that that kind of stuff is so dumb. 
I mean, I mean, why, why would you, you know, just, I'd, I'd just pay everybody. You're not getting any superstar players. Let's be honest here. So what, what do you need to, I mean, that, that, and I probably said this at the time, you know, that league, is, is, whether it sinks or swims, has nothing to do with the performance of Landry Jones. Well, the quality of the play needs to, it needs to be there. So Landry, I mean, he was coached by a future uh, Oklahoma, you know, university coach. So you're right. It was the player, <laughs> the future, not, not the, the future coach, Bob Stoops, yeah. you'd say. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Good Good luck to him in their bowl game for sure. Uh, but I, I think that's wrong, Vince. I think the Landry Jones performance and all the players' performance needed to be at a certain level which it was the play was good enough where people were talking like yeah pj walker was making big plays martez carter was making great had a crazy game that got people josh watching. johnson josh johnson um, you, had, you had a lot of guys standing out and playing well and Jordan that's what Tom. it was all about it didn't not everybody collect collectively the optics there needed to be some good performances maybe not landry jones specifically but someone and play and you know enough players and they got that but the tier system, I just think that, that announcing that, maybe even having that is fine, but just announcing it, why put yourself in that corner? Um, the USFL, we don't know how much they're paying, but some news came out this week uh, about the players they're targeting, at least, Vince. Uh, this is interesting. So the XFL might now has at least some intel on what Brian Woods, who is their, the head of their f- football operations, uh, is thinking in terms of their player acquisitions. USFL is going after players in the transfer portal. And really anyone three years out of high school, Brian Woods was on a Zoom session with InsideTheLeague.com this week, and during it was quoted saying also that the league is not gunning after players on the tail end of their contracts in the NFL looking for one last or a few last paychecks. They're going for younger players, or as Brian likes to say, hotter and younger transfer portal guys and three years out of high school guys not your landry joneses is that portal accessible outside of the ncaa network like can i google it or something can i api into it i mean it's announced when a guy enters the transfer portal so that you could just follow the news brian just like that's i kind of like i kind of like that uh because remember uh, you know, we saw all those names for the summer showcases like Akeem Nix and, uh, you know, I, I can't remember who, who else, but like, you know, older NFL guys that, you know, had, you know, uh, good careers at one point. We're like, oh, th- you know, this guy's going to be in it and this guy's going to be it. None of those guys made it. Didn't play it down, yeah. <laughs> why, why, so why waste your time? on that maybe they were just leaks leaked names to, to stir up interest you know i don't know but you know why do any of that false advertising i mean it, nobody cares at the end of the day uh they just want good crisp football that's that's all you need it doesn't matter uh yeah and i think you know young hungry guys are probably more uh more what you should be after so th- this is now the the conversation online this week it's that the group of five schools are going to be hurting if uh, the USFL actually penetrates the transfer portal and is able to steal enough guys and keep them from, because a lot of that bouncing around goes from guys at big-time schools not getting the PT, and they go to a group of five school and become like a mainstay. That happens a lot. It's frequent. A lot of the movement is from Power 5 to G5, correct? So 
if or USFL SEC is going in there. Other four. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> or, that's true too. <laughs> I mean, sometimes whole whole other four teams just go to the SEC. They can. <laughs> yes. But I, I don't. I don't see that happening, Alan. I really don't. You don't see the USFL intercepting players. Maybe some, but not enough to make it significant because, you know, these kids are still in college and they're getting a free college education, uh, which is pretty important. Uh, and, you know, yeah, there is there is some NIL there, mo- money. There that, is, but then that's it's also taking advantage of young young players, I think, kind of. If, if that's their goal, I mean, that's... Well, yeah, it is. It's really you're dangling a carrot for guys to leave school early when maybe it might not be in their best interest to do so, or maybe it is. I don't know. It's wherever you come out on it. As someone who left college early for the potential almost twice, yeah, almost twice. Uh, Yeah, Uh, I'm I'm not opposed to it, but I could see the argument against you. Had to pay for their education. You had to pay for your college. This is free education. You know, if you know Alan, does he pay for anything? (laughs) <laughs> well, it's just, yeah, at a later date, though. I, I did college on layaway. Lay this is a free education. Uh, I, I hope if any players are listening to this, I'm going to tell them right now, stay in school. Don't go join this carnival just yet. Just uh, continue, continue to play football, play well. You'll be noticed and get get your education, get your degree, and then you could go off and do whatever you want. Uh, unless you're going to the NFL, I would strongly suggest everybody just stay in school and don't do drugs. Wait, see okay, now here's where... Can okay, I, can I, I want to, I, I, I respect what Vince just told everybody and I'm, I'm glad he told it to you. Now let me give you my advice. Take the money, save your money. <laughs> you could always go back to school. How much, are they gonna, to. how much are they going to pay you? An, I think enough to live and play football without having to go to class yeah, and yeah, doing what right. you so, love. So do I'm what gonna you go, love. I'm going to go jump in this and league. And don't do drugs. That most likely is not going to be around for, you know, in another year or two. And then... <laughs> the o- the only the skepticism way can, here, man? The Jeez. only way it can be around, the only way a league can be around is if players are dedicated to it and everybody involved in it are dedicated to it. So if you want to be a part of a startup, it's essentially a startup. A lot of people leave school to do that. Some of the some of the richest people in the world, happiest people in the world, do that. So, do what you want, what you want with your football player. There's a there's a player that come, there's a player that comes to mind when all this when we're talking all this, and it's Jalen Hurts. The man left Alabama after getting replaced. Pretty much graduated school already, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, Jalen Hurts could be kind of a player that the XFL would want. They could go after right because he no longer is wanted in Alabama. Basically, he, he could play, but he's not really going to be a pro. Like that's that's supposed to go after him. We talked about it on this show all the time. What, what did awesome. he do? Well, he went to Oklahoma, excelled, and then now is a starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Like so, uh, so What's I think point? to Vince's point, to Vince's point, if you sit down, is maybe you should stay in school for now. And, and, and maybe play well, there. Also, hurts <laughs> is it? That's like that's basically the NFL going to another high level team. We're talking about players who are not getting playing time at Purdue, who are going to be going and jumping over to play at Akron. That's the kind of players we're talking. He about. probably got paid more at Oklahoma than he would have yeah. been getting paid at you know Alabama. The, but this is before Bay the Vipers NIL. What are you talking about? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was no money being handed to anybody. Oh. Uh, but that's your, all your timeline's a little off. No, yeah. I think it's pretty accurate. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm serious about this. I mean, how could you say you know the, these leagues that don't have a, a great track record for lasting very long? The original USFL, Alan. How many years did it last? Three. Three. Okay, that's the Wait, best how many years, anybody Alan? has ever done. Three. Who, I've never don't, don't do three like that. That just looks. Oh, weird. I spent I spent a month in Europe. That's how they do it. So I'm very European now. <laughs> Shout out to the ELF. Sorry, go ahead, Vince. That that's the best any league has ever done in this country. Uh, so that that's not a very long career, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I I, 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 I throw that out the window. I throw. Basically, anything pre-2020 out the window in terms of business models for leagues. <laughs> and now we're here in a, a place where you have big capital groups putting money into something that was working in 2020 and unfortunately got cut off because it didn't prepare for a pandemic. And then you have another league that's taking it in a direction where this it's really what the Spring League was doing and putting a little bit more money into it, a little bit more thought into it. And it might work. Um, but they're... The fact is that uh, I think both of these leagues have a chance to thrive. Uh, if it's a war, it's a war for players, if anything. And he who has most money wins in that regard. And we'll see who's going eh, to pay He most. who wants to spend more money wins. Because I think Fox has a lot of money. I don't know if they're going to be willing to spend it all. Well, that, well yeah, there's exactly. a budget. There's going to be a budget from the corporate masters at, on how much the USFL can actually spend, too. Um same goes for the XFL. We have yeah. uh, owners for the XFL with Redbird and uh, Dwayne Johnson and, and Danny Garcia. Hey, XFL, only spend $200 million. We need to go buy the Yankees next week, so chill on the spending. <laughs> Wait, they own the Yankees and the Red Sox, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that baseball. would be allowed. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, who knows? Baseball, with the, with the lockout and whatnot, they might have to do that just to, to save. They would just save ownership group for everybody, rig it. Home runs every, everywhere. I mean, all, maybe we should start talking about that because when baseball comes back, there's going to be all the home run records will be broken. True. Will anyone be watching football anymore? Of course. Uh, uh, Alan, Jake we got Henry's, one here. Yeah. Are the Battle Just Hawks the coming back? No, yes, they're moving so. to L.A. They're moving Get to out. L.A. Come on. <laughs> are you for real? They're part of the settlement. NFL Kaka. wanted the Battle Hawks, so they got the Kaka. Battle Hawks. Kaka is the law. Oh, my God. How awesome would that be? What if... Now this is what if I'm St. Louis, of course the Battlehawks are coming back, but this is what I would do if I was St. Louis. And this is someone who loves the XFL. But the league settled, right, with uh, the NFL. Now maybe th- threaten another suit unless they bought, they put the Battlehawks, buy the Battlehawks name from the XFL. So work in tandem with the XFL. The NFL is going to have to give the XFL a bunch of money for the IP to the Battlehawks, and then you have the St. Louis Battlehawks in the NFL. It could happen. Three percent chance I get. Oh, sorry. Hey, Alan. Uh, uh, um, you make this man this day come true. Oh, absolutely. Sorry. And then you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it all the hype too, all the build up too. Shout out to one of our favorite players of all time. Six to the boy. Six to the boy. There you go, Martez <laughs> Carter. That's a good, good way to to pretty much end the uh, hot read here. Um, I had one more question, though, for Vince, and that's for the rollout of XFL 2023. Uh, you said you want to see some different things. Do you th- 
two questions. Do you think it'll be any different? And what do you want to be different since you brought that up earlier? Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a football league creator, but I'll, I'll say, <laughs> I'll say this. Uh, does it need to be different? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I thought it was, I thought it was fairly good. You know, the first, I, I'm not quite sure what you mean by rollout. You know, I mean, is it just, you know, starting the games? I mean, they. No, well, rolling out the league and, and, and you know, announcing cities, announcing the team names and logos and announcing how players will be paid or uh, acquired and, and uh, the such. I, th- I thought it was fine. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't say how much people are being paid. Uh, you know, I wouldn't come out and make a big deal about it unless it was something to be really proud of. Uh, but it, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I I thought it was fine what they did. It's just that I, I do want something in the league to be a little bit different. I don't know what that would be, but you know, I, I thought the league was fine uh, in 2020. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, I I would say that it was losing some steam as the season went on. I don't think it was different enough. I don't think it made enough noise. Now, maybe that's because of the time of year that it was being played at. You know, playing games, uh, having games on during March Madness. And I, if you go back in the archives, you could listen to me talk about this. Uh, this yes. Was, at that, it, you could go back anywhere from episode, I'd say, one to... 285 or 200 playing games during the month of March, I think is a big mistake because people are just not going to watch during that time. I bet if you look the ratings, I bet went down significantly during that time because March madness is a huge thing in this country. March madness didn't even kick off. They didn't have like, they didn't have a game in 2020. They canceled the entire tournament. I I think they got, I think, no, oh, they canceled during conference tournaments. Yes. Yeah, the league was gone wow. before before Bart the Death, madness. taxes, and Vince having a problem with any other sporting event happening during an XFL season. That's, that's just how <laughs> no, it is. No, that's not what I'm saying. I, 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 I still think, you know, April, June, July. Well, you know, then you May. must have been really disappointed with the last few weeks then with the timeline coming out. Yes, I am. And, and then announcing fe- February for kickoff but, but 2020. Why do you have to beat March Madness? 1.2 billion is still pretty damn good, especially if Fox is going to start up a league on 150,000 people watching your show, your football games every single weekend. I don't. It's I don't. Know. I just. I. I. It's. It, is it? I. I. I want to. I want to watch it. You know. I, I. I really want this to succeed. I want it to be on at a time that that people are going to watch. Four TVs, like everyone else in this household in America, should have in a living room, and you'll get to watch it all. And you get to watch us here every single Sunday right here on your favorite podcast app. That's Google, Apple, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you give us that five-star review and tell your friends about us. If you've got a question, comment, or topic you want us to cover, well, then text or call the XFL fan line 724-565-4XFL. Remember, standard text message rates do apply. Uh, also, follow us on all social media platforms at XFL Show, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Maybe TikTok? I don't know. Uh, or if you want to come and say hi TikTok. to all of us. Uh, subscribe and watch us on YouTube at XFL.show, the official website of This Is The XFL Show. And don't forget to check out our sponsors, Pretty Easy Podcast. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com and get started today because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. Alan, we have to put uh, Pretty Easy Podcast to the test here because uh, 
how easy Zach goes, how easy would it be for you guys to create a montage video with all your favorite moments from the past? I imagine it'd be pretty easy with someone like pretty easy podcast. It would. Yeah. Maybe that's something we could put together. We do have it. Uh, have we unearthed our, our censored uh, St. Louis d- documentary oh, yes, montage? We did. Uh, we un- this? Un- uncut. No, but uncensored. Yes. Un- okay, unsense. Yeah, so, so we get something like that for the greatest moments. The hard part of that would be uh, finding the moments to choose because, I, I mean, there's maybe too many or my brain doesn't work well enough to pick them, Brian. You might, I might just task you with telling them what to put together if you want to do that. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We had a contact pretty but then, podcast, you know. But then, we, yeah, pro- but then that would just meet all moments of Bryant uh, saying something smart or clever. And, and no yeah. one else. I mean, it ha- it's the one thing that's guaranteed to happen every episode. Yeah. Or or it would be Brian just picking moments Jake was speaking, which also were some of my favorites. And let's not forget Jake. We wish we, he would have been here this week. He helped us start the show. And uh, if those of you who are day one, as you remember him, always gave us a, a different kind of perspective. Uh, yeah. Not pessimistic, but very honest. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and very, I, I'd say, just... I'd say more representative of most people watching who watch the XFL than any any three of us. Jake would have been a big fan in the stands in the movie Gladiator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just death although, on the field, please. Give me, give me entertainment that. and death. Yep. Although I don't know which which section of the Coliseum though would he be sitting in though, because there was like very different. You got peasants up here. And then you've got elder statesmen here. Where do you put Jake? He might be the one selling the popcorn, honestly. Actually, I think about it. <laughs> he, I'll guy, tell you this. He yeah. would be very particular about wherever he was sitting. <laughs> yes, yes, that's very true. Yeah. Between oh, two man. big I'm guys is probably I, where he would be sitting. <laughs> after this show ends, I'm, I'm going to re- I'm gonna have to go repent that I couldn't land Jake as a guest for this. 200 episodes this down. I mean, there's probably some more in there with all the other, but 200 official episodes uh, it's been a, quite a journey with you all, my good friends. Uh, special thanks to the wife who I can hear the baby screaming in the other room. So I know a lot of episodes she has. That's the, uh, wrap, that's the wrap it up. That's the wrap it up uh, moment right there. Yeah. she. Uh, well, that's not the wrap it up, but that's the, hey, if you want to not sleep on the floor. She doesn't mean let me sleep on the couch sometimes because of this show. Um, but, hey, if we hashtag we want our job backs, you know, we want our jobs back. Come fruition. It'll be OK. It was a lot better when we were getting paid. That's that's the best part. It's easier to you know tell the wife or any other person. Yeah, I got to do this show. It's for work. Now now it's just for the. It's always for the love of football, though. That's number one, for the love of football. And uh, we've been here, and we're going to continue doing it. I mean, really, it's two hundred episodes, but there's probably been closer to three hundred when you talk about Patreon days and probably unreleased episodes where. Jake and, and Vince were saying things, and then I would throw in something, and I'd say, all of us said something that can't be out there in public. I'm deleting the file right now. Happened many times in the early days. I mean, things you said know, about Jake, Brian. Are, he are we never... saying something so controversial yeah. <laughs> you can't even Th- release it? Things being said about Brian, probably. <laughs> he would have never done the show and taken it to the next level either, too. That would have been disastrous. Yeah, so you're probably right. Yeah, but here we here we are, 200 episodes in. We still got Brian on board. Still got Vince showing up on limited dates. It's a beautiful thing. We still got all of you watching and listening. Uh, XFL.show, like Brian said, or your favorite podcast app here every week. Next week, we'll see what else is announced. 
All we want for Christmas. Start thinking about that. What do you want for Christmas from the XFL in 2021? Vince, actually, what do you want before we get out of here from the XFL? Let The Rock and Danny Garcia and the team know. They might be able to uh, deliver. From the XFL, what do I want? Uh, just, no, what just do you, some, no, what some, do you as a fan want from the XFL? An announcement? What do I w- a t-shirt? Uh, just some more assurance that this thing is going to happen. Just more information. I just can't take oh, it. This man. feels like See, Vince 2018 is right now. <laughs> it is 2018 and we're right on track. Keep it here. locked in because you'll know that we're right on track with the 2020 season. We're probably even yeah. more ahead. We have more I, corporate people now than yes. we did in twenty in twenty eighteen. We're ahead if of the you, game, Vince. If you go You're back spoiled. in the archive too and listen to those twenty eighteen episodes, most of it was Vince just going, "This sucks. This league might not even happen. Oh my god, they don't. Why are they doing this? Why isn't it going to be seven on seven? I don't know." And, <laughs> and then you get the kid the, Jake. He's on the <laughs> he's in the road to twenty twenty three. The kid in the back seat going, "Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet?" That's Vince. And then you got Jake saying he didn't want to know any. He just wanted information released very gradually only one yes. team at a time uh, which I was on board with that part but <laughs> let it marinate a little bit that's oh it was great I remember the the scheduling episode came out when they had the entire like hey this is the TV deal and we were gonna go live and and do this great show and Jake goes I think we should let it sit for a week let's let's talk and we'll talk about it <laughs> at the end of the week biggest news so far <laughs> now let's wait I'm trekking back for my bachelor party and I'm like oh, I think I'm gonna make this episode work in my car Let's figure yeah. this out. Uh, yeah, and that's that's also one thing you could expect to keep happening. If there's like news or stuff, something big happening, we're gonna get right on it, talk about it, and get with you. And, and when you're watching live or listening on demand, we're gonna be chatting all about it as it happens on the 2023. All right, last one from the live chat to Theodore King again. This is the XFL show. Too hot for podcasting would be an interesting episode. I I think taking those classic clips. It, Remember the show I was shirtless? No, that never happened. That uh, well, that happened. I, I will say this. You know, when they maybe, announced that Bryant was the father, that was a good one. <laughs> whenever, maybe whenever there's a, you know, when the XFL does start up again, uh, we'll be doing live shows in the cities of, of the games, and, and they will be uh, uncensored, and you will not be able to record what you hear at these live shows. Uh, you could ask us anything. We will answer them. Uh, and none of this, you're you're not going to hear it on the podcast. You're going to have to buy a ticket to go see the live show. That will happen Ooh. one day, I promise you. Oh, I love it. That's a good way to leave it. Leave it. Think about what you want from the XFL for Christmas. We'll be back next week talking about that. And Vince, I'll tell you right now, I already know mine. I'm going to s- reveal it next week. And you are going to love the, the thing I request from the XFL for Christmas. All right. You're going to enjoy it a lot. Something nobody's thinking about, but it's out there and possible. Oh my goodness, it could be really good. And I'll hype. Whoa. I'm hyping it up just that that just that much, and I'll save it for next week. Bryant, as always, thank you. 200 episodes plus the other ones we did. Uh, hopefully, the next 200 are uh, just mostly talking about actual football no. games. No, 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 no. Roads to no. football seasons are the best. Well, I don't know how many actual. So we got 61 more episodes till. We actually are talking about games. Yeah. I love yeah. this because only 10 of the 200 episodes have actually been talking about playing like football on a field. <laughs> Otherwise, it's all been about, you know, startup. That, that actually, yeah, that's I, I'm I'm interested to see if any 
listeners or anybody out there wants to make an infographic about the percentage of these shows that have been about actual football games being played and actual, uh, you know, uh, a league that's in existence or actual percentage of shows that included Vince, I'd love to see that kind of data. Maybe Genius Sports data. put that together. Yeah, however you say that word. <laughs> or right. maybe Pretty Easy Podcast could put that together for us. They're getting tasked with a lot. We'll have to hit them up. Put a lot on their plate. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but they they'll do, do it. it easy. For a price, they'll do, they'll do it. Check them out if you if you need some work done, too, on your podcast. All right. Hey, that's it. 200 episodes in the books. The live show's ending. If you didn't watch live, you missed out. Check out XFL.show. More live stuff coming up. And until... Next week, and until Vince is back again, everybody cherish him while you can. Limited dates. Vince, we'll see you whenever we see you back on the show. You never know when I'm going to pop back up. Let's try to know here today. All right, everybody. For Vince, for Bryant, I'm Alan. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're, they're listening. listening. <laughs> oh, I forgot. You're the one that's supposed to say it. Man, I got a terrible memory. <laughs>